This episode is brought to you by Needham Woodworks, the finest Euro rack cases in the land, all handmade by Eric Needham down in San Francisco. Go to NeedhamWoodworks.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to Podular Modcast. My name is Tim Held. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome. However, I will say that this is not your typical episode. See, what happened is I recorded this conversation with this lovely, lovely individual, and we had a lovely, lovely talk. However, some technical details that are too boring to get into uh, kind of had some air. We had some problems. How's that? And uh, now I'm going to have to re-record this conversation, which I'm actually really looking forward to because I like this person a whole lot. I won't put them on blast here, but it is what it is. However, this leaves me episodeless in Seattle. But that's all right. I have a solution. Last week, I released a bonus episode where I was introducing you to new music made by the lovely individuals who use the technology made by the people we usually talk to on this show. And I have to say, it had a really, really positive response. Uh, People were really into it, and I'm continuing to get submissions since I asked. Um, I've actually probably got about three times as many submissions up until this point as I did up until the point where I was finished editing the first new music podcast. So people are into it. Of course people want to spread the word. Um, And I got to tell you, I'm getting some really interesting stuff, a lot of variation. And uh, I mean, if we're going to talk about this music making technology every week, we should probably dive into some of the music that's made with it all. So let's do that. I do have some some news for you that I'm excited about. My new album has a hard release date. Music to come down to. Out on Flag Day Recordings, December 13th, 2019. Will be available on cassette. I think there's going to be like a limited run of 11 by 17 posters. So keep an eye out. Up until then, there's a couple tracks on the Flag Day Recording SoundCloud page that you can go, uh, go and preview. But I thought, you know, no guest. This is ultimately a conversational show, not not all music. I'm going to do some rambling. I'm going to do some talking. I'm going to share some stuff with you. And I thought before we really dive into all this new music, I want to tell you how I got hooked up with Flag Day Recordings because it's actually kind of a cool story. Well, it's, it's a sweet story to me. In January of this year, I was struck down with a nasty flu. And I had posted something on Instagram saying, hey, I'm really sorry there's no new episode this week because I am sick. And uh, I got a message from Billy from Flag Day Recordings, who I I didn't know. I knew of Flag Day Recordings, but I wasn't super well-versed in their catalog, and I didn't know Billy. He's got a message. Hey, I'm really sorry you're sick. I love the show. Do you want a care package to make you feel better? I said, of course. That sounds great. So, uh... Yeah, a few, like a week and a half later, I got this care package with some uh, some cassette tapes in it. One of them was this Krell. Uh, it's like a mixtape with all these different art- artists. Walker Farrell, Todd Barton, many other greats. Um, but I got this other cassette by this group called Dry Bath. And the, the album is called Dry Bath. And uh, I really, really fell in love with this this first track on this album. I like the whole album, but I have to say that the first track is special to me, and I'll tell you why. And if you've been listening to the show, you know that if, if I'm going to go on a trip or if I'm going on a vacation to a spot that I haven't been to, I like to uh, bring along some music that is unfamiliar to me so I can maybe try to lock in the memory of this trip with this new music. Um, it's, that might be a little weird and OCD, but but it works. It, it works really well. Um, Bill Callahan will always remind me of Austin, Texas. Mount Erie will always remind me of Orcas Island um, up in Washington. It's, it's amazing. Caitlin Aurelius Smith grew up there, actually. Um, so anyways, I brought I brought these, these uh, Flag Day recording uh, albums with me to New Orleans when I went down there in February of this year. And uh, this next track that I'm going to play for you, it every time I listen to it, I'm sitting on the plane after six days of hitting it pretty hard in New Orleans. Not 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 so bummed that the trip's over. I'm I'm kind of happy to be going home, but kind of you know that bittersweet feeling of it's it's time to go home. But 
I don't I don't want vacation to be over. Um, so, but I'm sitting there on the plane and I'm looking out the window and the immediate surroundings of the tarmac. It's not that pretty, but off in the distance is one of the most apocalyptically beautiful sunsets that I've seen. Something something about that the South. I don't know. It was it was amazing. Um, anyways, enjoy this track. Computers like the unborn by Dry Bath, released on Flag Day Recordings. funny as I listen to the song again as I'm you know editing this episode it's been a while since I've listened to it and um, it's actually really bringing up a lot more memories from the the trip to New Orleans Um, it's really weird so if you want to try this thing that I was talking about I I really recommend it if you're going on vacation soon or you're gonna go somewhere for a couple days that you haven't been find some music that you've never heard before and just listen to the hell out of it while you're there and the weird thing that happens is you don't, you know, you like it, it's new, so you're like, okay, cool. And you don't, you don't necessarily have, like, a strong connection or a strong feeling at the time. But if you give it, a like, a, like a month and then go back and listen to it, it's like, whoa, and all of a sudden it really brings you back. But I just kind of got that, that whole thing again. Like, I'm realizing that this, this phase or that this process actually uh, takes a really long time. I guess my rambling is saying that, like, just listening to it again... I uh, I remember just walking around in this this cool neighborhood in uh, in New Orleans and walking over these bridges over these little bodies of water and you know wondering how many gators were down in there that wanted to eat me. Um, anyways, since we're talking about whoa, I said that weird. Since we're talking about Flag Day recordings and I mentioned that my new album was coming out uh, December thirteenth, I thought I would share a song with you off of the new album and it kind of ties into that whole trip because while we were in new orleans seattle experienced what we called uh snowpocalypse or snowmageddon and it was one of the worst snowstorms and the, and the most like long like for the longest period of time the most snow that seattle's had in a really long time and we missed a lot of it however we caught the first few days of it and while well, when it snows in seattle the city shuts down. The city can't handle it. Um, 
So Hannah and I were home from work, and we couldn't really do much. We have a really steep driveway. I don't. I grew up driving in the snow, so I, I'm very comfortable driving in the snow. However, I am not comfortable driving in the snow around people who aren't. So I stay off the roads myself, just out of self-preservation. But at this point in time, uh, I had already sent the album off to Nathan Moody for mastering. I thought it was done. When I'm looking outside and I'm trapped in the house, and I thought, I want to try to make a patch that sounds like the way it looks outside. So I did that, and I ended up coming up with what you hear below me. And uh, I messed around with it and made some new variations. I ended up making two tracks that I liked so much that I ended up getting a hold of Nathan and being like, hey, buddy. So the album's not done. I'm going to take a few songs away, and I'm going to add these two. And I'm so glad that I did. So with all that said, here is Prima Materia, the first track off of my upcoming record, Music to Come Down To.
So there it is, Prima Materia off of Music to Come Down to, out on Flag Day Recordings, December 13th. You can go to Flag Day Recordings' SoundCloud page and listen to a couple other tracks off the upcoming album. Um, all right, shameless self-promotion over for now. Let's get into some of this uh, listener-submitted music. This next track is from my good buddy, Daniel Miller. He has been a co-host on the show and a guest on the show. Uh, so for those of you who have been here since the beginning, you should recognize his name. He performs under the name Infidel Tech, and this song is called Variation of a Sam Hain Act. Variations of a Samhain Act by Infidel Tech. Go to infideltech.bandcamp.com to learn more about Daniel's music. Thank you, Daniel. Um, and that was about half the song. It's a pretty long track. I'm gonna I'm gonna ramble over some of it. Um, I want to give you a little update on the sabbatical. It's 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 been going on longer than anticipated. I thought I was going to be able to take about a month, a month and a half off of work, of working in the field and uh, focus on the podcast, which I have been able to do since September. It's been really great. Uh, one of the reasons I can do this is I, I started teaching at the electrical apprenticeship that I went through, um, but, the, but the teaching is very sparse. You know, As of a few weeks ago, 
I was only going to teach two nights in November and in December, which is not enough to live off of. So I was starting to kind of feel the pinch. Um, and then something happened that I don't know why I want to talk about it, but I think I just want to talk about it because it's, it's strange and I, I, it's a weird thing to wrap my head around. Um, one of the instructors there, who was one of my instructors when I went through the apprenticeship, has recently gotten very ill and has been moved into hospice. And for those of you who don't know what hospice is, that's the last, uh, that's the last stop on this ride of life. Um, so I picked up his classes and it has made it possible for me to extend my my time off to, to focus on the podcast and put together episodes like the one you're listening to right now. So it's, it's a re- very strange thing to wrap my head around because I've been trying to get more classes and really, you know, just hoping that more classes come my way, but maybe not through, through this, you know, maybe not by, you know, by these circumstances. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of messing with my head, but let's get out of the dark. And we'll get in. Let, let's let's lighten it up with a song that actually is called Light Movement. Um, so I just threw all these tracks in here. Um, so that was unplanned. Uh, it kind of worked out though. But I also don't want you to think that I'm I'm, I'm using it as an opportunity to make some cheesy radio turnaround off of a, a sad subject. Why am I explaining this to you? This doesn't need explaining. It could have been a nice little moment. But I'm explaining it to you. And the only reason that I'm explaining that I'm explaining it to you um, is because I want you to just observe that behavior and be like, oh, this is a neurotic person. And with that in mind, think about this whole teaching thing, how I got this teaching. Somebody who is neurotic and is, uh, you know, maybe a little over self-examining and whose default mode is Catholic guilt It's a weird position to be in because I feel grateful that I have more teaching. Anyways, I've belabored this enough. You've probably been through something similar. If, uh, I don't know. Let's listen to light movement by wounds. W O N D S. You can go to w-u-n-d-s.bandcamp.com to learn more about wounds.
right. Light movement by Wounds, W-O-U-N-D-S, or on Bandcamp, w-u-n-d-s.bandcamp.com. So the other day I was on Facebook, gross, you know how I feel about Facebook, but I was on there and somebody posted in the Eurorack, um, the Eurorack Synthesizers Facebook group or whatever the hell it's called, um, how many modular users are out there in the world? And I, that's something that I've wondered myself and I think is uh, pretty interesting. I don't think there's an accurate way we could find this information. But I thought, well, let me put on my research cap my researcher cap and uh and dive into this and see if i can if i can figure out a way to try to 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 come up with a number or at least confirm the number that was rolling around in my head for some reason my gut instinct was saying between 50 and 70,000 people the reason i said that is because i was looking at different social media platforms and different uh different metrics on them uh one this euro rat group on facebook has about 25,000 people. Okay, well, there's at least 25,000 people using Eurorack. Sure, there might be some people part of the group who are uh, modular curious or maybe just getting into it, um, but let's just say 25,000. That's not accurate because, well, not everybody's on Facebook and not every modular user who's on Facebook is part of this group. And I don't think Facebook accounts for younger people because I don't think younger people are as active on Facebook. So there's a chunk of 25,000 there, but it definitely doesn't include all. Muff Wiggler, over 40,000 registered users. Again, not an accurate number because not everybody who is into modular is on Muff Wiggler. I know many people who aren't. I have a registered user account, but I never use it. I basically got on there once and was like, hey, I have a podcast. And then uh, got eviscerated by some trolls who were like, this isn't for promotion. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, I just wanted to share with y'all. So yeah anyways that's not muff muff wiggler's fault um but you know people aren't into that name which i i understand so people don't use it because of the name um so that's not an accurate representation so there's forty-five thousand. i would be willing to bet that most of those forty-five thousand, or most of the twenty-five thousand in the euro rat group are on on uh muff wiggler so let's bump that number up to forty-five thousand. feel pretty comfortable with that so moving on, I look at uh, social media platforms, and Instagram is definitely the most popular platform for uh, modular users. And the reason I know this is if uh, I go to a popular company's Instagram page and look at how many follows they have, I, uh, I then go to Facebook, and that number is at least half, sometimes less. So using uh, the amount of Facebook followers on the bigger manufacturers is also a metric that I was considering. Now, most of the popular manufacturers are hovering around the same area, about 25,000. Now, I think it's really safe to say that not every single user in the modular world is on Instagram. Um, now, I will say that the, the, the most popular company, we all know who I'm talking about, has about 80,000 followers. I think that's because A, they are the most popular company, and B, they have a standalone desktop semi-modular synth that is also very, very uh, popular. But let's say that their popularity, um, you know, that, that, that this desktop synth synthesizer only accounts for, uh, you know, 50% of their popularity. Well, that's still 40,000 people, um, even if it's more, you know. I think it's safe to say that if they didn't have that, they'd probably be in the 30 to 40,000 range. I'm basing this off nothing. This is all, everything that I'm doing right now is not real actual research or journalism. This is just my gut feeling. So what else can we consider? Well, Modular Grid has about 54,000 users. One other thing to consider with Modular Grid is I think a lot of modular curious people are on there people who don't have a system at all. And do we count them? I don't know. I don't think so. I think for this, modular users. So I'd be curious to know what the percentage of users on modular grid are actually people who are curious and maybe just getting into it. Something else we can look at on modular grid is the most popular modules and the highest rated modules by the users. So the most popular user uh, module, surprise, surprise, is maths. Maths is in 44,000 racks, but that's not that telling either because if people have multiple racks, 
So I can't really take away anything hard from Modular Grid, but what I can do is use that list of the high, highest rated and the most popular um, modules, which has a lot of crossover, and look at the amount of views their demos have on YouTube. Now this isn't all that accurate either because you have things like Future Music Magazine who have a really wide outreach that goes beyond modular, um, you know, doing demos of modular gear. So the most popular, the most watched maths tutorial that I saw um, or demo video was 170,000 views. Okay, that's quite a, but again, that's on Future Music Magazine who is kind of just all electronic gear. So I went to Make Noises page, and they got 70,000 views on, on their most popular mass video. Is that an accurate number? Probably not, because I have watched many videos multiple times. Clouds, really popular, really popular um, module. 183,000 views on the Future Music magazine. However, on DivKid's page, 120,000. Now, DivKid is a little closer to just purely Eurorack. He is not. Ben does other stuff, but it's safe to say that's his main focus. Rings, 133,000. Pamela's new workout, 51,000. Basimilis Ateritas, 60,000. Batumi, 48,000. Morphogene, 89,000. So what does, what does this all mean? What do all these numbers mean? All these views and the different followers and all this? What I think it means is we can safely say that there is at least bare minimum 70,000 Eurorack or modular users out there in the world. I think I wouldn't feel too comfortable saying there's much more than 100 to 110,000, but this is all just based off of this, this quote-unquote research that I did, that I did for about two hours one morning until I started realizing like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I don't know if these numbers mean anything and I don't know how, like these numbers are also loose and not really related. I didn't know how to uh, statistically analyze them. So if you're a grad student listening to this, like you are an absolute imbecile, then I agree with you, but I would love to hear a strongly worded, I'd love to read a strongly worded email of you outlining exactly what I did wrong. I will end on this. One thing that I think is interesting. When I started this podcast, I looked at the number of followers on Instagram of the bigger companies just to kind of gauge what kind of audience am I going to be able to appeal to and what are going to be kind of numbers I can be excited about as far as the amount of downloads that I get. And so I remember these bigger companies that I was looking at that I mentioned today who are around 25,000. A year ago, they were all around 14 or 16,000. So that tells you something. Modular is growing, you guys. Can it be stopped? I don't know. But I love playing dramatic music under me rambling and taking long pauses for dramatic effect. This track is by Kevin Ricks. It's called Uncivilized. And uh, I chatted through most of it, but I'm gonna give you the last bit because Kevin Ricks uh, makes some amazing music. He's going to be a guest soon. So uh, keep an eye out for that.
All right, that was Kevin Ricks with Wasteland off of his album Uncivilized. That's R-I-X. Go check him out on Bandcamp. Before we uh, get into this next track, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's supporting me on Patreon. I got over 100 subscribers and recently had a few sign up for $15, $20, and $25. Uh, that just blows me away. But uh, thank you to everybody who signed up. There's a lot of cool rewards there. And uh, it's a really fun way to interact with me and for me to interact with you and for you to help keep the LEDs blinking over here at PodMod. I'd like to get to 110 follow, uh, 110 subscribers before 2019. Can we do that? I'd appreciate it. That's patreon.com forward slash podular modcast. Okay, we're going to start getting into more music here and uh, less ranting because we're already at 40 minutes. And we haven't listened to that much music. So let's do this. Let's check out this next track by Voltmeister. It's called Mechanismo. This next track is called Nitrous, and it's by, it's either Thor F or Thorf. It's T-H-O-R capital F, Nitrous, off the album Spark. Thank you. 
right, that was Thor F, or Thorf, I'm sorry. Off the album Spark, the track is Nitrous. Go look it up on Bandcamp, T-H-O-R, capital F. This next track is by Digital Moss, and it's called Nosa Sifu, N-O-S-A-S-I-F-U. Sorry if I butchered that. Go to digitalmoss.bandcamp.com to learn more if you like this song. stuff thank you digital moss for sending that in i want to take a moment to tell you about this is not a paid ad this is just something i'm excited about ai synthesis has released um an oscillator so please go check out aisynthesis.com this is really cool to see uh, abe releasing a voice and uh if you are you know a diy aficionado aisynthesis.com is the place to be so go check that out All right, this next track is one of the instrumental tracks off of the new Orchid album. That's O-R-Q-I-D. Orchid is the project of my buddy Tom Butcher, who is the co-owner of our lovely synth shop, Patchworks. Um, If you want to go support a nice brick-and-mortar shop, go to patchworks.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com. And pick up some uh, Northwest modular manufacturers. You know, you can get some acid rain technology stuff, some recovery effects stuff. Slappy engineering stuff, AI synthesis stuff, industrial music technology, all sorts of great Northwest manufacturers. Anyways, this song is called Civilizations. It's off of the new Orchid release. Go to orchid.bandcamp.com to learn more. And please enjoy this.
lovely, lovely stuff. That is Civilizations off of the new Orchid release called Tenderness on Bandcamp. Tom Butcher of Patchworks. And it was really cool. I mentioned it on last week's show, but going out to Tom's release party on a Wednesday night, the Seattle scene showed up strong. Uh, it's just, it's so cool to be out here with all these lovely, lovely people such as Tom. And uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you to Tom for starting up Patchworks. It, I'm not sure that pod mod would exist if Patchworks uh, didn't. So yeah, let's all thank Tom and let's all thank him by going to orchid.bandcamp.com and picking up this album. All right, we're going to pick up the pace a little bit here and I'm going to butcher this artist's name. This song is called Animal and it's by Drones K. Kyan. I hope I'm saying that right. That's D-R-O-N-E-S-Q-U-E-C-A-E-N. DronesKKyan.bandcamp.com. This track is called Animal. Animal by Drones K. Kayan. Kayan? Kayan. I hope I'm... I, I know I'm not saying that right. Drones K, like what in Spanish? C-A-E-N dot bandcamp dot com to learn more about this song and the album that it's from. All right, so this next track is called Gruff by Mudlogger. Uh, off the album In Blue. Uh, I, love, I love that name, Mudlogger. There's, uh, that's one of the, my favorite things about these music submissions is seeing all the, the different cool band names that come across my desk. Anyways, let's get into this track. It's called Gruff. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. It was a lot of fun to listen to all this new music. I hope you really enjoy it. And uh, I hope you guys all have a great holiday if you are celebrating Thanksgiving here in the States. And um, I think I'll play one more track from my upcoming album, Music to Come Down to, out on Flag Day Recordings, December 13th. This song is called Theriomorphic. Have a good week. Thank you.